Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast, everybody. And don't forget, you can catch up with all of the latest episodes via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com. Now, coming up today, we'll round up what's been making the news headlines. We'll look back at the Champions League victory in Brugge yesterday and ahead to the weekend meeting with Valencia. So, victory in Brugge concluded the Champions League group stage for this year. Zidane rotated his squad as expected. And there was a subtle reminder on the night from Luka Modric that he still had a significant contribution to make. Modric. That's a really good pass for Adria Zola. And Rodrigo! Didn't need to touch the controller, did he? Steered first time so accurately inside Mignolet's right-hand post. Luka Modric will not get an assist, but what a ball that is with the outside of the right foot. The way to pass to the fullback is exceptional. Gets a little bit of luck because it takes the deflection off Sobol. Just hits his back, but the finish from Rodrigo is absolutely outstanding. A loose ball from Militao, and here's Dennis. And Vanaken! And that's 1-1. Beautifully clipped beyond Ariola. One touch to get the ball out of his feet. And the left-footed, remember, Hans Van Aken sweeps it in with his right foot. And Real Madrid were no sooner in front than Bruges found a reply. Swept in by Casemiro, headed down by Jovic. Chance for Rodrigo and for Vinicius. And that is so coolly taken. That's a practice ground finish from Vinicius. Modric! Oh, that's a lovely goal. Capping an outstanding performance tonight. He's still got it, Luka Modric. It's been a challenging season for him, but class never leaves you. And Luka Modric has confirmed Real Madrid's victory. Well, it was a truly outstanding night for Luka Modric. He said, after the game, we played well. We deserve to win here. It doesn't matter to us who comes next. There are no easy games in Champions League. We do have an important week ahead of us. We want to continue as we are and end the year on a positive note. We are confident, and I hope this will be shown in the next two games. As for the coach Zidane, he said, we must continue to play like this. We are playing exceptionally well at the moment. I'm not worried about who is coming up and what is coming up. We are ready. On Jovic, he said, look, he doesn't look lost. He certainly isn't a lost player. He had a good game here. The truth is, he said, he's played little and players need to play a lot to get their best form. He has to keep working. The problem is mine, not his. He has to work and respond when it's his turn to play. Again, pressed on who they could potentially meet. If it would be Liverpool, he said, well, if we meet them, we'll beat them. All said with a smile on his face. Uh, moving on, good night for Vinicius as well. He scored his first goal since mid-September and he had a response to those who feel that he's finished before he's even started at Madrid. I never thought about leaving Real Madrid, he said, and I am not leaving Real Madrid, even on loan. I'm not worried about the goals. I play to help the whole team, not just score goals. I left Brazil very, very early in my career and I am working hard to do great things here. 
Of course, plenty of headlines today speculating about who Real Madrid could face in the round of 16, the likes of Liverpool, Juventus, Bayern Munich, Manchester City, RB Leipzig, names that uh, many would fear. But just a quick look at Madrid's record with Zidane against these clubs. The memories are good. Zidane's team, of course, remember, beat Liverpool in the final back in 2018. Juventus were beaten in the same year in the quarterfinals. Bayern Munich in Munich, you might remember back in 2014, the scene of one of their greatest away nights. They won 4-0 that night, two goals for Sergio Ramos and two for Cristiano Ronaldo. Manchester City were beaten in the semi-finals in 2016. The only team that Zidane has never faced is RB Leipzig. Now, moving on to what's making transfer news and headlines, uh, Donny van der Beek was at the centre of attention as Ajax slipped to defeat against Valencia in Champions League, which ended their Champions League campaign this year. He was immediately asked if he would now leave Amsterdam in January. In fact, when it became clear that this was the only question that was going to be asked, the Ajax press officer uh, pulled him from the press conference. Despite Zidane's comments about Luka Jovic and his performance, few in the media shared his views, with most agreeing that uh, even when starting against Brugge, he failed really to show even moderate potential, highlighted further by the fact, of course, that he scored just one goal this season. A lone move, it said, would suit both parties. And despite Luka Modric's outstanding performance in Brugge, it still doesn't mask the fact that at 34 time it isn't on his side and finding a like-for-like replacement isn't going to be easy. However, one name is back on the agenda. It's that of Thiago Alcantara at Bayern Munich, a player so admired, of course, by Guardiola, who took him there from Barcelona back in 2013-14. Now, he's ending his seventh season in Munich this year and has only one year left on his current contract. Remarkably as well, he's still only 28 and has reportedly told those close to him that he wants a return to Spain. Media's again getting in something of a frenzy around Paul Pogba after revelations that he will spend some time in Madrid over Christmas, with some believing that there will be at least some form of meeting between the player and Zidane. Uh, another who is of interest after continuing his impressive season so far is Ferran Torres over at Valencia. Keep an eye out on him, especially at the weekend. The 19-year-old Spanish under-21 international wide player who scored two goals in the last three games. His contract, remember, expires in 2021. And although there is a release clause in it set at $100 million, that would be significantly reduced in the summer if Valencia feared that he would walk 12 months later for free. Now, coming up this weekend, it will be the 182nd meeting between Valencia and Real Madrid. Madrid looking for their 95th victory of Valencia win. It will be a landmark day. It will be their 50th victory over Real Madrid. But in recent times, success has been really thin on the ground for Valencia since the 3-0 home victory 10 years ago. There have been 22 meetings. Valencia have won just 
three, all by the same scoreline. Two goals to one, all at home. Uh, Guedes and Garay, the scorers last season. But Madrid have had some big wins here. 6-3 back in 2011, 5-0 in 2013, and 4-1 back in January of 2018. Valencia have celebrated the odd big victory here. A six goals to nil back in June of 1999 in the Copa del Rey semi-final. That was Claudio Ranieri's team, which had a few good players in it those days. Claudio Lopez, remember him? Mendieta, Anglomar, Canizares in goal. What a team that was. Uh, Toshak, actually, was his opposite number that day. Valencia start the weekend down in seventh place in La Liga, along with Barcelona and Real Madrid. They do remain unbeaten at home this season. They have, though, drawn four of the eight games played there at the Mestalla. Plus, they've kept only two clean sheets at home as well. The only team to have won at the Mestalla this season was Ajax, who won by three goals to nil in the Champions League. The defence is the big problem, though. 23 goals conceded, all told, this season, which is the worst performance of any of the top 10 clubs. As for the players, Daniel Parejo on six goals, Maxi Gomez on six goals, the two leading scorers. Parejo began his career, of course, with Real Madrid back in 2006, coming through the C-team, Castilla, and actually played five times for Madrid as a substitute, bizarrely, after he'd actually returned from a loan spell at Queen's Park Rangers. He's been at Valencia now nine seasons, and his performances over the last 18 months I've seen him return to the international fold. He's been capped at full international level by the Spanish national team. Uruguay, Maxi Gomez, still only 23 years of age and in his first season from Celta Vigo, also playing well. He scored 30 goals in 70 at Vigo before moving here in the summer. The hopes are high for him and he started very well indeed. Looks like a good investment. And the other player is another former Madrid player worth keeping an eye out for, Rodrigo Moreno, who got the winner in Amsterdam last night. He's the man to watch for assists, as he's provided more of them than any other player for Valencia this season, six so far. And that just about wraps it up then for today. Don't forget, you can listen into all of the previous 130-plus episodes of this podcast via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com or via iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and a whole host of other platforms out there. I will be back next Tuesday as we begin to look ahead to El Clasico. Do enjoy the weekend, and I'll see you all back here next week. From me, Tim Capel. Bye-bye for now.